Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Chris Vola is a graduate of the Columbia University Master of Fine Arts program, author of a number of books, including I is for Illuminati. He has jumped deep into the conspiracy world with uh, discoveries about how some theories may be entirely plausible. Chris, welcome to the program. Good to have you with us. Interesting uh, great times. To be here, George, um, you know, big fan. Uh, really excited to be here tonight. <clears throat> How did you get involved in investigating conspiracies? Um, you know, it, it's definitely not something that, you know, it's, it's a kind of a departure for me professionally. Um, you know, I've sort of specialized in fiction, and then I've actually written a couple um, cocktail recipe books, but for me, you know, I think it started when I was seven or eight years old, and uh, X-Files came on. And I uh-huh. think, you know, for me, that was the first sort of intro to this sort of uh, this world of, you know, secret government agencies, you know, human-alien hybrids, uh, abductions. Um, yeah, and then, and then I think, uh, you know, Ancient Aliens w- w- was a big one for me. Um, just, uh, you know, the whole ancient astronaut theory, the lost civilization, uh, you know, things like Graham Hancock, but for, I mean, conspiracies, I, you know, I'm a big fan of pop culture, and, sure. you know, I've always been interested in what's going on with pop culture, and, uh, you know, conspiracies have just gotten so big in the last few years that I kind of was, you know, just curious to see what was out there, um, and yeah, and that's kind of what brought me to uh, to writing the book. Do you think social media, Chris, has fueled the conspiracy theories? Oh, I, I think 100%. I mean, uh, you know, I I think right now you're at a time where, you know, misinformation is at an all-time high where, you know, social media gives conspiracies this this extremely in-your-face platform, um, you know, and the willingness of, of influential people, you know, actors, politicians, athletes on social media, you know, to publicly support, you know, conspiracy theories. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a huge part of it. We're going to get into some of these conspiracy theories. I want to get your take on QAnon, too, which is a mm-hmm. huge uh, conspiracy, or it could be the real thing. Who knows? Yeah, who knows with any of these, to be honest. <laughs> that, you know, that's that's part of the problem with conspiracy theories, because as you said earlier, some of them could be real. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, and also anything might not be real. <laughs> exactly. How, do, how does an individual know what to believe and what not to believe you know it's at, at this point i think it's i think it's really difficult i mean i think you know you can look at something scientifically uh you know whether or not you you know and whether or not you believe in 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 science or not um you know it's it's hard i mean i i don't know if there is if there is an answer to that i mean i think you have to trust yourself and kind of Take a look at both sides of, of things, you know, uh, listen to different perspectives, try to, you know, have a level head. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think it's I think it's difficult. I mean, there are conspiracy theories on just about every area you look at. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I, th- I think one of the first conspiracy theories was the JFK assassination. Sure, sure. Back in 1963, where. You know, they didn't know who was involved, who were the players, was Lee Harvey Oswald by himself. And then we got into a few more and more and more. But but as you said again, it has really exploded over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. And I think, like you said, I mean, social media, um, 
and just the willingness of people to promote these ideas that maybe before, you know, wouldn't have looked good for their brand or, you know, or whatever. But now it's sort of like, you know, anybody can pretty much say whatever they want. It's okay. How did you start investigating for the book I is for Illuminati? How'd you, how'd you begin your, your work? Well, you know, the book is in the form of, you know, your classic ABC book where, you know, each letter of the alphabet is focused on one conspiracy. You know, everything from UFOs and lizard people to flat earth and the pyramids. And I guess for me, I thought it was just a really interesting format. You know, I'd always been a fan of like Dr. Seuss books or whatever when I was a kid. And I just thought that it would be an interesting way for me to sort of find out about stuff that I didn't know, you know, 26 conspiracies, you know, to start with is, is quite a bit. And, uh, you know, I just thought it was an interesting format to sort of start investigating things. I mean, there are people who actually believe the earth is flat and I don't want to put them down, <laughs> but they believe this. So, so that, that, that to me is one where, you know, I, I don't like to say that I believe in anything because I think when you say you believe in something, you're automatically discounting the possibility of other things. But that, that to me is one that, I really have a hard time with that one. I mean, it's 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 pretty obvious. You can you can you know you can take a balloon and send it up into the sky, you know, with a camera and see the curvature of the Earth. You know, uh, <laughs> you, pretty, we see the pictures from astronauts that are yeah, floating you know, around in space. You know, the whole thing with flat Earthers is that they believe that everything that NASA did is a lie. That. Everything, you know, everything with space, like, you know, the whole idea is that we can't go into space with the flat Earth. So you're, you're telling me that, you know, these trillions and trillions of dollars, you know, were all for this, this hoax. I, I, I don't buy it. <laughs> what did you uncover in your research that you didn't know before about some conspiracy theories? Um, you know, I, 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 there's one that, that to me was actually really fascinating, um, was that the idea that there might have been this ancient race of giants uh, whose existence was sort of covered up in the uh, in the early you know 19th and uh, early 20th centuries uh, by the Smithsonian. Um, if you there's a lot of articles actually um, you can look them up that you know you can go to the archives and a lot of newspaper articles where people would find these these sort of nine, ten, eleven foot tall tw- uh, skeletons all throughout North America. You know many of them with red hair. A lot of times you mm-hmm. know, surrounded by you know, intricate artifacts, um, really pure copper jewelry. Um, it just seemed like it was this sort of ancient culture that that was far more advanced than any sort of like the Native Americans who were around at the time. And, you know, these articles are, there's hundreds of them. Um, and it's really fascinating that, I, you know, that was something that was sort of part of the cultural consciousness that I, I had no idea about. Um, I had interviewed a pilot who apparently flew a giant out of Afghanistan, a dead one. Okay. <laughs> he attacked some U.S. troops in a cave, but uh, they got him, and, uh, they, and yes, they flew I him out. I've heard that story. Yeah, that, that, is, that is fascinating for sure. It, it really is. And, uh, let me ask you about the title of the book, I is uh, for Illuminati. How did you sure. come up with that title, and why did you gear, gear in on the Illuminati? Yeah, sure. Um, well, it was originally going to be called A is for Aliens, actually. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> however, my publisher uh, was putting out a book about UFOs, so they thought it would be a little too similar. <laughs> um, so I chose, I chose Illuminati, one, because I think it's a term that most people in the mainstream you know, will be familiar with, even if they think it's something that has to do with, like, you know, Jay-Z or Angelina Jolie or something like that. Um, 
But, you know, I think one of the things that make conspiracy so compelling for a lot of people is that there's this clear narrative of good versus evil. You know, there's this, there's an entity that's doing something to someone. Someone is controlling someone, someone is hiding something, someone is harming someone. And when you're talking about the Illuminati, you're really talking about, you know, that ultimate evil, the secret group that, that rules the world, uh, you know, the people that are pulling the strings behind the scenes, you know, whether that's the Deep State, the Reptilians, the Freemasons, you know, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, um, you know, whoever that is, I think it's, it's the Illuminati, I think, for me, has become this sort of blanket term uh, to describe the idea that there is this all-encompassing, powerful evil, which I think is prevalent in a lot of the conspiracies in the book, and I, I just feel like that term sort of has this sort of pop culture re- uh, relevance, um, or resonance, I should say. Yeah, and I think the Illuminati probably has teeth. I think it's the real deal. It's out there. Cons- oh, yeah, you know I, I agree. I mean, I, I think it's. I think there's a very small uh, group of people that pretty much control everything, <laughs> you know? Were, were there some things you thought that were real and then realized after doing the work for the book they weren't? You know, one of those for me, I mean, kind of backpacking on the, or piggybacking on the, the flat Earth is the hollow Earth. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and to me, uh, you know, I was always interested in it because, you know, as a Catholic boy, of course, you know, hell, uh, the idea of all these different cultures with, you know, mythologies about the underworld. But to me, I really didn't see a ton of evidence for that. I mean, you have a few sort of dubious accounts of, like, Admiral Richard Byrd flying over the North Pole and seeing, you know, uh, woolly mammoths and you know dinosaurs uh, and people yeah yeah and you know but i I really think you know looking at the science again if you believe mainstream science i just think that the studies that have been done on earthquakes and volcanoes are you know to me are pretty convincing you know that there probably is this liquid outer core and you know a solid inner core how'd you pick Um, the conspiracy theories for the book uh well I, i wanted to do a kind of a wide range because for me like I kind of look at this book as sort of like Conspiracy 101, where I'm providing, you know, a lighthearted but also, you know, somewhat in-depth exploration of, of, you know, the basics of conspiracy theories. And I wanted, you know, this to be for people who are not necessarily the, you know, hardcore sort of, you know, deep, deep divers that, you know, for someone who might be interested in, you know, what's out there. So I wanted a wide range, you know, I wanted things that were, you know, that had to do with maybe ancient times or, you know, your classic sort of like moon landings, JFK, um, to, you know, government stuff, you know, just, just to try to get as big of a range as possible in, you know, in a, in a relatively small space. Chris, is there a danger in believing every conspiracy theory one hears? Well, I think that's QAnon, <laughs> um, to, be, to be honest. I mean, I think, I think QAnon at this point is basically everything is a conspiracy everything um, is everything and, and i think we've seen that you know that that does have consequences i mean you know you see some of the violence that has happened because of it and uh you know i think i think it's important that to really take a step back and uh and really question yourself too when you're when you're doing this research well that you know i was going to ask you that what what does this tell you about the psyche of people who believe in all kinds of conspiracy theories, all kinds. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just think that, again, you know, we're living in this time where, 
you know, there's a constant barrage of misinformation, you know, the mistrust of authority, you know, the feeling of powerlessness, you know, in the face of, like, environmental disasters, social and racial division. And I think that, you know, people really just want something to believe in. And, you know, they want to be part of a community. They want to be part, again, of, like, a good versus evil narrative. And I, and, and I think that that's, you know, it's really compelling. And, you know, even if that might be something... That could be harmful. I think. I think it's really compelling for a lot of people. I've got a friend of mine, Chris, and uh, he's a great guy. But he believes every conspiracy theory that he gets, and he sends me one every day, and uh, mm-hmm. he'll text it to me, and and I'll go, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, they're just wild. But I mean, he he literally believes everything, and he had an interesting upbringing because he was uh, he was in a cult. He was a Mooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, in his teenage years, and I mean, they told him when to eat, when to sleep, what to do, and uh, I think that has a lot to do with where he is today. Yeah, I mean, I I I can't really speak to that uh, that that mentality, but I I can see where that would be something that you know, yeah. <laughs> Our special guest is Chris Vola. He is uh, writing the book. I is for Illuminati. Where do people get the book, Chris? You know, anywhere books are sold, it's on, you know, it's on Amazon, it's on the uh, HarperCollins website, um, you know, Barnes & Noble, any, anywhere uh, it's, it's available in uh, print, digital, and audiobook. We'll take your calls next hour with Chris, and maybe you can share your own conspiracy theory with us and uh, tell us what you believe and what you don't believe. Uh, but there is a basis of fact behind some of them. So mm-hmm. here's the big question. Why are they referred to as conspiracy theories when they're real, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's, you know, I think I think there was this whole idea, you know, when when conspiracy started, it was it was sort of, you know, I I think it was a lot of times the government was maybe was maybe hiding something, and you know that has turned out to be real, like sort of like UFOs, um, you know, where in the last year the Pentagon has sort of confirmed that, that, that UFOs are real, but, you know... Whatever they may be. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? But, um, but it was always just the idea that it was this sort of, like, I don't know, this negative connotation. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Has this changed your belief system? Um, you know, I think... I think just seeing all the stuff that's out there, um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm definitely more open to, to a lot of things where, you know, something like, you know, Denver Airport, where there's a lot of weird stuff going on that I would have said, you know, no way that this could be a sort of, you know, uh, bunker system for the global elite. But now, you know, looking at, at that, I mean, yeah, you know, it could be. Um, uh, I'm in Denver every from... month with our Beyond Belief TV shows, and it is a strange, yeah, strange yeah. airport. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're always doing construction inside of it. But, I mean, they've got the weirdest artwork and, mm-hmm. and statues that you can imagine and then you you know, and you wonder what's going on underneath me here. Do they you know do they have troops down here? Is there something? I always had heard the conspiracy theory that it was the place for the government to go in the event something happened to Washington D.C. Have you heard yeah. that? Yeah, and and actually, you know, it's really interesting. You know, in addition to all the the crazy murals, you know, there's children huddled around burning buildings. You know, 
Nazi soldiers, biological warfare. Um, there's a capstone that is placed in the airport to commemorate its dedication, which features Masonic symbols, as well as a list of the airport's benefactors, which is, uh, there's something called the New World Airport Commission on it, which as far as anyone can tell doesn't actually exist, you know, and maybe a reference to the New World Order, which is, you know, this cabal that's linked to the Illuminati. Um, so maybe it's, it's, you know, something, you know, maybe they're going to orchestrate some worldwide catastrophe and then, you know, the Illuminati is going to go there. <laughs> Chris, know? who is more apt to believe in a conspiracy theory in terms of male, female, and age group? Um, you know, I think, I think age group, it's, it's pretty open. I mean, I, I mean, personally, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm, you know, an expert on this kind of stuff, but just in my own personal experience, I've met people of all ages that, that are into this stuff. Um, I would say mostly males that that I would say are really into it, but you know I have a, I have a lot of female friends that are also uh, that are also heavily involved. So I think it really at this point sort of transcends age and gender. Would you say that the theory that Elvis was alive when uh, he had died was a uh, conspiracy theory? <laughs> you, you know I, that's one that I have not really uh, looked into that much. Um, Again, I'd say anything's possible, um, but yeah, that's one that I really, you know, have, haven't haven't done much. See, what they do is they toss in a couple things that just sound so real, so possible, mm-hmm. it makes you question maybe the whole thing is real. You know, when they say things like Elvis was tired of his life, he yeah, didn't want I mean, the publicity, he just wanted to be quiet and alone, mm-hmm. and the only way he could get that way was to fake his death. Or that, you know, the CIA or the government was after him or some organization because he was involved with them and that he needed to fall off the planet and this was a way to do that, too. That just, yeah. en- just enough for you to go, hey, that's possible. Yeah, I mean, on a similar note, you know, somebody like Tupac, you know, same thing, you know, involved in this sort of East Coast, West Coast, you know. Gang stuff, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, maybe he wanted to escape that and, you know, get out of the limelight. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, that, those are the kinds of ones that are, are very believable, I think, <laughs> for sure. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.